For the third week of June, 2008, it's the second episode of Tapezilla. We're coming at you rock hard and in high definition. Hope everyone's ready. Let's roll, All right, we're back again. Can you believe we made it another week? I actually, I actually don't believe we made it another week. All right, and uh, we should point out at the top that Dracula's a scumbag. Yeah, Drac's not going to make it this week. Maybe he might come in later. Um, I don't know, but we're starting to record, and he is not here. So, uh, all those Dracula fans out there, you know, wait, you're wait, be let me go. Let me go ahead and make sure he's not here. Click. Now he's not here. No, still not there, huh? I use oh. the computers, and it, it, the computer says he's not here. What a jerk off! All right, we've been, we have the uh, we put the uh, those all famous uh, prank calls up on a YouTube, and they've been doing pretty well, haven't they? They've been doing quite well, in fact. Uh, let me see. I think as of the last, you know, we're recording this on Sunday. I know that kind of takes the the magic out of it. We're not. This isn't live every week. Would you get this on Tuesday? Wait, this isn't fucking live. Why did I brush my hair? God, fuck it. We do have right. that camera on you all the time, though. Well, okay. All right. That's, that's fine. Um, so, and yeah. We're in high definition of, now, so you got to take care of the hair. That's true. I heard that in the intro. We're in high def. <laughs> I didn't even know. Shit, let me put a hat on. All right. So, uh, yeah, as of Sunday, the YouTube video, uh, the YouTube uh, calls had gotten um, nearly 23,000 uh, for the Terry call, and I think the other ones are, like, you know, between three and 6,000 uh, apiece, which is... Way more than we thought we were going to get. And I could not be more pleased with the, the yeah. results so far. I'm going to go ahead and run the numbers real quick. All right, run the numbers. Click. Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> I, I, that's the last time I'm going to do that. I half promise. <laughs> the calculator just spits out pretty good. Well, I can't stop thinking about how, like, every com- every commercial on television for the fucking website or uh, anything that's to do with computers is always like, fuckers.com. Like at the very end, like every single time. Sometimes they even <laughs> say click, like fuckers.com, <laughs> click. Well, there's the, yeah, and there's the one with the, uh, there's actually the one for the, um, the whatever, the the website with the baby on it or whatever. And the baby goes, look, I'm going to buy some stocks. Click. <laughs> Drives me nuts. <laughs> what, and who, who was it that thought it would be a good idea to have a, a commercial where they edit a baby to make it look like it's throwing up? That's like know. that's like the last thing I'd want to look at. Well, that's like the second to last thing I'd want to look at. Wait, what's the last thing? Uh, Dracula's face. Burn. <laughs> so I, I got to say that you know Dracula not being here this week, he's going to catch a lot of shit here at the beginning too. Because, well, what better way to promote your podcast than through Dig, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Not. I mean, that's the way a lot of people find out about new gaming podcasts and stuff. So hold on. <laughs> I'm going to do it once here. Let me click the link on our site uh, that it. goes over to Dig. Right, you want to click it? You go ahead. All right, all right. Here we go. <laughs> I like how like you just you beat the shit out of your mouth. <laughs> I like how the double click isn't fast. It's it like, works doo, better doo. if I click it really hard. I'm double clicking a link on a website. <laughs> like I'm 80. But well, like uh, it's 1992 or whatever. Yeah. No. Uh, that that link's broken still. Yep, the dig link on our website still broken as of this recording, which means anybody who wants to dig the podcast itself 
can't do it. And who who the fuck's in charge of setting that stuff up right now? Uh, right now it's Dracula. Okay, that's Drac. Is that like two strikes against him now? That's like fourteen strikes against them. Fourteen strikes. I don't against think him? we can really air you know all of our grievances against Drac on this show. Um, you know, people might not think too highly of him afterwards. He's a bit of a shithead. We should probably well, thank everybody. I mean, thirty thousand views or whatever between the three of them. That's pretty damn good. That's not bad for being up like three or four days now. I don't think it's good enough. It's not good enough, no, but it's good. It's a good start. And the fact that a lot of those people uh, have clicked through to the site and at least checked out the site a little bit, I'm sure at least 10 are even listening right now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, to those people, thanks. It, what's this thing mean right here? What's that? You know what I'm looking at? I'm <laughs> highlighting it. That's I the thing. That, right after the thanks, what's that? What's that about? Um, first of all, stop referencing the scratch pad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about it. I have to. Yeah, so this week we decided to actually put some notes down. Uh, last week we ran... I think Pete had some notes, but we pretty much ran completely off the cuff, which... Well, they were asking me to share them, but I didn't want to. I thought it would, like, put me in number one if I had the advantage. Yeah, and but, it did. You've gotten the most fans so far. <laughs> then I realized it wasn't like a... It wasn't like we're all against each other, but we're all, like, sort Well, we're against Drac, but other than that, we're this not week, against each This other. week we're against Drac, but I think we are... This is We're sort of co op in this thing, yeah. But, yeah, as far as I know, so far you've gotten the most uh, feedback and snail mail, right? Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've actually already gotten some snail mail. Someone uh, someone sent me a message in a, you know, like a letter, like a handwritten note asking me what I'm doing tonight. See, already. It's almost like getting asked out on a date. It actually kind of is, but he did it by snail mail. Interesting. I like how it's a he. That's perfect. <laughs> well, why wouldn't it be? That makes sense, I guess. So Stevie B actually came up with some cool ways, and I think he's going to mention this on the site. He's going to post about it, I hope. Um, different ways to, to think about the fact that we've gotten 30,000 views on YouTube already uh, for the three calls. One that he had come up with, and this was back when we only had around 20,000, was that it's like, it's like everybody on the Titanic, all the ghosts, uh, checked it out 13 and a half times each. Inappropriate. Um, That's what I'm going to do every time. <laughs> like anybody's going to get that reference, that Conan sketch from like eight the years Co ago. Conan sketch from 1998. <laughs> we're kind of we're kind of dating ourselves here. That was 98 too, because I remember doing that in college, and I remember uh, <laughs> Boris cracked up every time I did that. I don't know why they don't bring that back. That was funny. Maybe they have. Maybe we just missed what, it. What was the one with like the gay ranger who comes across the victim who hurt his leg or something? I think it and was guy, gay ranger. And he bent. No, this is recent. He yeah, no, no, down. no, it was like a year ago. <laughs> He puts his ass down the other guy's face, and he's helping him. And he's like, dude, I don't want your pants in my face. <laughs> and he's like, all right. And he takes his pants off. Yeah, he always his took his pants back off. In his face. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the funniest thing ever. So, yeah, I don't think this show's going to be about video games at all. I think we're just going to talk about popular culture. Speaking of popular culture, uh, did you see that Iron Man movie yet? What's the deal with that? I saw Iron Man uh, last week, actually. It was pretty cool. I liked it. I, I didn't go in with, uh, you know huge expectations but uh i left the theater pleased uh dracula saw that too so he's oh wait he's not here because he's a f <laughs> there's our first yeah, bleep of the night say. Oh, there's a yeah. second oh no that's actually a third <laughs> second and third because uh the oh, intro yeah. we already had to believe something it's like a cross between edward g robinson robinson and like a little gremlin or something <laughs> <laughs> i don't think anybody's ever combined those two before Oh, it's Dracula. That was just... <laughs> Thanks. I get shit on for no reason. <laughs> I'm just used to it. Well, I've been calling you a 
all day because of a. So at least I actually showed up on Lake Track. And uh, speaking of superhero movies, there's this other one that came out. Oh, Hulk's out this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Did you like that segue? I'm getting the hang of this. And this is only episode two, and you're already getting the hang of it. Not bad. I'm getting the hang of it. I think we're we're all co-hosts now. Uh, I mean, we can all be co-hosts, except for Dracula because he's fucking useless, right? And he's a. (laughs) Good lord! Do we have to beep that out every time? Yeah, every single time. Aren't people going to be wondering what we're beeping out when we say "fuck, fuck, fuck"? Fuck, fuck. If they want to know, know, all they have to do is uh, they can dig us. They could favorite us on YouTube. They can. All right, they're still not going to find out, but if you could do that, Dracula's a fucking. (laughs) It's going to sound like the funniest thing ever. (laughs) What are they doing? Oh man, yeah. uh, Back to the Hulk movie. This this came out what Friday? That why does that exist? Like why do we I need we, another yeah, Hulk movie? I was about to say we both have we both have not seen it, but we both have very strong differing views on the movie. Yeah, I and think, we've never neither of us have seen it. Right, and I don't plan to. But <laughs> I, I don't know why it, why it exists. Like why do why do we need another Hulk movie already? It's been what oh. five years since the last one. Well, the thing is, the last one was made by Ang Lee, who's like a guy, and or maybe that's not the most appropriate way to put it but he's like an artsy director guy and he, you know he did um the movie about the two gay gay guys who were banging uh brokeback mountain he did that one yeah he makes the more cerebral movies and uh he he took on the hawk movie and he made it all boring and like all feelings and stuff i just don't think that meshes well because superhero movies are you know, the whole superhero premise that come out of the comic books are just silly to begin with so just make the movie fun don't put all this gay shit in it it's just it doesn't flow i never but saw yeah. it but it was who eric bana was like the the Hulk in that yeah. movie? That's ridiculous. Eric, Eric Banner was... Well, the ne- the new one's Edward Norton. Like, that's any better. I like the fact that he's supposed to be, like, a super serious actor. He's supposed to be, like, the actor for our generation. Like, the new Al Pacino or something. And now he's the Hulk. <laughs> I didn't actually hear that. Because he hasn't really been in anything for a while. Has he? The last thing I saw with him in it was Fight Clubsies. I think he's been in a lot since then. He was in, um... Shit, that mo- the magic movie. <laughs> Wonder how all the, all the kids in the film schools and stuff who idolize that movie feel about me calling it Fight Clubsies. <laughs> <laughs> what was the one? Not the. There were two magic movies that came out at the same time. One was good. One sucked. He was in the sucky one. Magic movies? Yeah, like about magicians. The one was um, the Prestige. That was the good one. He was oh, in the other one, okay. the Illusionist. The, I didn't see the Illusionist, but I, I heard about it. And there's that one. There's a scene in it where um, there's a little bitch in it from that. I can't think of the name of anything. Scarlett Paul Giamatti. I think Paul. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson was in the good one. Oh, the Prestige. Yeah, who's, in the sh- who's the shitty one? Well, I know. I think Paul Giamatti was in the shitty one. Yeah, he someone was. like him. He was. And and uh, he has a very sort of generic, uh, you know, realizing something and putting all the dots together and scene at the end that I was told about. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> you got to see the movie just for that scene. <laughs> it's like they they didn't know how to end the movie. Sorry for the illusionist spoilies for all you people out there, but the uh, the very end of the movie, Paul Giamatti like realizes everything that's been going on, and there's this scene of him outside a train, like looking up to the sky, like, oh yes, I <laughs> I'm putting all the pieces together. I'm oh yes, I remember this. Oh yes, that's how we did that. I remember He's this like, too. I get it. I've got it. Come with me, audience. Let's go on a ride. He like waved his hand at the audience. You can't see. <laughs> Come what on, doing. let's We're go. We're going. Yeah. <laughs> We're going on a magical ride. Yeah. So he was in that, which we just completely panned. But I, I'm sure some people liked it. But the Prestige, go see that. It was awesome. If you haven't seen it, I've seen the Prestige. It had a bunch of babies in it. That's all I remember. 
Actually, I don't even think it had that in it. No, it was weird, but it was cool. Oh, it was Christian Bale and um, fucking guy. Wolverine. What's the other guy? Well, not Wolverine. Oh yeah, Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that movie was pretty good. But in the in the uh, the end, they actually made a real magic machine or something. I just spoiled it just to make sure everyone has it nice and spoiled. <laughs> I like how you didn't set it up with like I'm about to spoil it. You're just like, oh yeah, at the end there's a machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the end they actually have a magic machine that really does the magics. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and edit. And in, I just like, and I just spoiled it. <laughs> I see, do the spoil warning afterwards. I want people to see that movie and without it being spoiled, so I'm going to go back and edit in, like, spoiler warning. I, I think everyone has seen it already, pretty well, much. If they haven't, they should see it, no matter what. They, they should it. also see Fight Club, sees. <laughs> I never saw Fight Club, actually. Uh, actually, it's pretty good. It's pretty good, but it's sort of overrated. You hear a lot about a lot of, like, artsy young hipsters and stuff in film school who idolize the movie, but it's not... Idolizable. It's not like the best thing ever, but it's it's pretty cool. See, that's one of those movies that no matter what, it's been spoiled for you. Like if you haven't seen it yet, you know the ending. You know how. Oh, to be honest, even though I was like a baby when it came out, actually I was like twenty or something. (laughs) But I figured it out when I was watching it before it happened. So, yeah, I was never given that opportunity. So, uh, yeah, yeah, (laughs) the gremlin. <laughs> Gremlin Edward G. Robinson. Yeah, that's that's a great impression so far. That might be the uh, the break the breakout impression of the show. Ah, where's your machine now? <laughs> it's really just a random like uh, a generic gremlin <laughs> who happens to add Yashay at the end. It's like so, one of those little gremlin guys in Diablo Two was watching Edward G. Robinson movies all weekend. Then he goes out to fight the heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he be watching movies all weekend? All right, we have to move this along. What's the uh, what's the next contest going to be about? Are we going to do another contest? Oh yeah, so we have our uh, our contest winner. Should we should we tell them who won the contest? I don't fucking know who it is, so you should. All right, so last week we, for everybody who stuck through to the end, they were given, uh, you know, the email address, which <laughs> not much of a surprise, but maybe we should have like a password Wait, was, we give was at the that, end. Was the email address <laughs> only given on the podcast audio? Yeah, it was given at the very end. So that way we know everyone who submitted actually listened to it. For last week, at least. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Maybe we'll make them put like a little, like, something special in the subject line to know they actually got through it. I mean, you could always skip to the end, but what's the point? So, uh, yeah, last week we gave away the Electronic Arts, History of Electronic Arts, 25 Years Coffee Table Book and DVD. Ooh, damn, that is hot. That's a $35 value. Oh, does it have mad jokes in it? I, you know what? I haven't opened it. I, okay. I got one for myself, and I got the one that we're, we're giving away, and uh, neither I just opened. I just assumed it's full of jokes, because EA a joke, yo. Burn. Double burns. That's, <laughs> like, that's like, burn of it. I like how I'm burning the thing that we're giving away. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't give it to us. I bought it, so fuck them. So we're doing another contest? Well, shouldn't we tell people who won the first contest first? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so here we go. I'm going to randomly pick the winner right now. All right. right now, you ready okay. to go? Here we go. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna randomly pick the winner. <laughs> it's like a quintuple billion clickos. <laughs> I had to click the randomize button a few times. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me go ahead and verify that real quick. Yeah, that's good. Yep. All right, and the winner is Mr. Brian B. Oh, yay for them! They sound yep. like a bitch. I don't. Who, who would have a name like that? Fuck them. Oh, they're weird looking. Would be a shame if they were to get into a car accident later. 
<laughs> you can't do that. We have like two listeners, and you just shit on one of them. You wish them dead, which makes one listener. Now, so uh, congratulations. Uh, yeah, I don't wish any specific harm on you. And you know, we'll be contacting you uh, later in the week to get your address and all that fun stuff. So you have an EA book on the way. Yeah, history of EA and a whole and a whole fucking clip book full of like baby pictures. Uh, we didn't promise that. Oh, okay. Well, you might get that. If you want to supply it, we'll send it. <laughs> so, is that it for the contesties, or are we going to tease the next um, one? I guess we have another contest coming up. Should we do another one? I don't really have anything to give away yet, but I guess we could... Uh... Well, don't we have... Do you have, like, the... I think... Don't we have, like, the big shoot that you pull the lever and a thing comes out of it to give away? Or is that Game Pro? I'm confusing reality with Game Pro again. With Game Pro TV? Yeah. Um... This isn't Game Pro TV, so we don't have that. But let me, you know what? I'm going to take a walk over to the shelf and I'm going to pull something off an unopened game because I have, I've got a shelf of, you know, 500 games or so. And um, yeah. there's about 100 and I think I counted 108 last time that are unopened still. You know what I'm going to do for you guys? Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull one off the shelf that's unopened and we're going to give it away uh, this week. What do you think? Yeah, Robert's notorious for having a uh, thousand million, hundred two billion, um, hundred two thousand. And here's why. And this is a great, this is a games. great way to plug the deals posts on the site. Um, yeah. I see deals for uh, for games like at Kmart and Target and Amazon and wherever else. And if a game's like four bucks, I'm gonna get it, unless it's like you know crossword puzzles for PS2. But for the most part, you're gonna you're just gonna pick something shitty, aren't you? Well, I mean, it's not going to be a completely random pick. You're not going to get my DMC box set or anything. But yeah. uh, and you're not going to be get, what's that fucking game that you play on Halloween every year or whatever? Oh yeah, so every it's not <laughs> Halloween would almost make sense <laughs> every Easter. So a few years ago, <laughs> a few years ago, the day before Easter, I got Gungrave for the PS2, the first one. It was at like seven bucks at Target. So I uh, Easter morning, you know, you're just kind of hanging out Easter morning. I yeah. decided to pop in Gungrave and play it. Well, Gungrave is a pretty easy game. Like, it's maybe, I don't know, it takes like an hour and a half to finish. So I sat there Easter morning, played all the way through Gungrave. Okay, fine. The next year, I'm looking for something to play Easter morning. I'm like, this would be kind of funny. Let me play through Gungrave again. (laughs) And I did. And I think that I got Gungrave probably a year after it came out. So I've been doing it like five years. Every single Easter, I sit there and play all the way through Gungrave. I've actually gotten worse at it every year. It keeps like your stats. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Somehow I get worse. Like, this year I really didn't want to play it at all. I was, like, really... I was sitting there like, oh, God, not this level now, and this boss, so... Oh. Yeah, some people would consider it to be a waste of time, uh, particularly if you're dreading the experience. But <laughs> This is just... the first year that I've dreaded it. Like, two years ago, I was all about it. I'm like, here we go, yeah, Easter, gun grave. And then this you, year you're... I'm like, oh, God, it's Easter. Like, I don't look forward to Easter anymore. <laughs> this is like, the, this is like the, the new traditions that families are setting. Like, like people, the old traditions of like yesterday before all this was like, you know, go outside and, <laughs> and now, <laughs> actually, I don't know if that's the old tradition or not. That was never a tradition. <laughs> but now it's like the electronic traditions, play Gungrave every Easter, you know? Right. It's the perfect Easter game. In fact, in like level two or three, there's actually like these um, people in rabbit suits you have to kill. So it sort of <laughs> makes sense. So, yeah, this this past year I was not looking forward to playing Gungrave at all. I finally, I finished it, and I'm like, oh, Wait, finally. so there's people in rabbit suits in yeah, the game? Yeah, that game makes no sense Did at all. Did you think about that before you actually started making it your Easter tradition? No, not it at all. It just worked out that way. Yeah, like when I first played it, it was just happened to be Easter, and I had nothing to do, so I played Gungrave. Like, I thought about 
after this year, after I really didn't want to play through it again, I thought because I picked up the sequel, Gungrave mm-hmm. Overdose, like last year, for you <laughs> know five dollars. And that's exactly what Gungrave's become, a complete overdose. <laughs> but I thought about playing the sequel on Easter next year, but I don't know if I can break it up now. It's been like five years of playing Gungrave. I don't want to break it up. Wow. That's so, dedication. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully we're still doing this, you know, just before next Easter. I'll let you know if I'm going to play uh, Gungrave or Gungrave Overdose. Or maybe I'll switch completely to a different game. But, all right, here we go. I'm going to walk over to the shelf. I'm going to pick out a game to give away as this week's uh, contest game. I mean, maybe the person from last week's going to feel... Um, like they got ripped off because they got a book and not a game. Okay. But um, in all honesty, this game's not going to cost any 30 bucks in stores now. So here okay. we go. I'm going to walk over the shelf and pick out a game. You're actually, you're actually going to hear me walk over there. Like, Pete, you got to keep them entertained while I walk over there, right? All right. I might yell from across the room, um, you know, the games I'm looking at. And, but here we go. All right. All right. He's going to walk over there and he's going to pick out a game. This is interesting. Did you get one? Let's see, there's Xbox, GameCube, mm-hmm. I don't know. Most people have PS2 though, right? Let's, let's look at PS2 games. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, hmm. You only have like 100 million games, just pick one, come on. This is like better than Game Pro. <laughs> Here we go. I picked something out for the for the listeners of the show. All right. They should should be able to hear that. I could hear you. All right, I'm back. The game I picked out. All right, here's how. Let me give you the quick story of how I acquired this game. Okay. <laughs> the dog wants to hear it. <laughs> All right, here's how I acquired this game. I purchased... All right, recently the Williams Pinball Collection came out mm-hmm. for the Wii and the PS2 and PSP, I think. And the Wii version's awesome, by the way. Go pick it up if you haven't yet. It's like 20 bucks at uh, Target. Anyhow, uh, I decided to go back and pick up last year's Pinball Collection, which was Gottlieb. So I went to Circuit City, and I saw Gottlieb Pinball Collection for 10 bucks. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll pick it up. So I bought it. The next day, I was at Kmart, and Kmart often has, you know, pretty decent game deals. Uh, so I see a three-pack of games, and in this three-pack was the Gottlieb Pinball Collection. And the three-pack cost, uh, I think I got it for like nine nine and change. Mm-hmm. So I essentially got two free games. I ended up returning the Circuit City copy. And uh, the two games that came with it, uh, the one I've already made fun of, uh, <laughs> as a game I wouldn't buy for $4, which was Crosswords for PS2. There really is a crossword game for Who PS2. Who on earth would play Crosswords on PS2? <laughs> I'm going to no go idea. log out the PS2 that's in storage and hook it up so I can play some Crosswords. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. But also with that came a game that I'm sure a lot of people have already gotten very, very cheap. And I never really want to... I, I will never open this game. So I guess we can give it away. It's called Mojo. <laughs> Mojo for the PS2. What's it by about? Crave, uh, published by Crave Entertainment. I've never heard of know. that. I'm looking at the back of the box. Let's say, get your mojo working. Um, here, I'll, I'll read the the exact paragraph off the back of the box. Here we go. All right. The Mojo game is a challenging, graphically stunning, and addictive 3D puzzle adventure that tests both your mind and your reflexes. Mm. There you go. I mean, there's more to it, but... I've Honestly, never, I'm already bored. You just found a game that no one's ever fucking heard of, and, and then we explain how shitty it is, and, and then we're gonna now we're gonna give it away. I think the interesting thing is to see if we get 
any emails about this this week. <laughs> I might not have to give it away after all. It might make a good souvenir. A little, I, uh, or maybe. This was like I think this was at Toys R Us for a while for like a dollar, but <laughs> it's going to cost me more to send it than it would. Like I might just give you the money to go buy it at Toys R Us because it will cost me more to send it to you. I don't think they'd still have that out. <laughs> they might. I don't know. Anyway, Mojo. And that's Mojo with the, an exclamation point at the end, just in case you're wondering. If you want to look it up. So, all right, yeah, we, Mojo. Uh, we've got the uh, hookups. Better than GamePro, definitely. <laughs> Way better. Like, I they, wish I could have just pulled the They have, like, lever, a though. big magic shoot where they pull the fucking lever, and, like, a new hot game comes out, and it's, like, the coolest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. And this is almost as good, except, like, <laughs> everything's different. <laughs> and the game is shitty. <laughs> the only difference is that uh, everything's different. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than pull a lever and like it's the first time you've seen, um, I don't know, Super Mario World or something. This time we pull the lever, <laughs> fucking Mojo comes out. I remember just I was just in awe of that. I was like, oh my, that, that shoot has a million games in it, and it's like I would kill to have that in my house. It's so unfair. It's like the coolest thing ever. Well, in reality, it was probably like a dude up there and just throws it in there or whatever. But I thought it was a real machine at the time, <laughs> like a real video game machine. <laughs> How old are you? It makes the games right there. I was like, I don't know. I was just a little kid when that was on, so I believed. I was like 18 or something. Yeah, <laughs> no. I think that is. Actually, I actually was a little kid. I was like, I don't know, eight. I don't know. I think that is how they press games still nowadays. <laughs> they just pull a lever and yeah, it comes out. Yeah, imagine just being a big printing press and like steam powers. And, <laughs> <laughs> and what games like one at a time fall down to shoot. <laughs> right, we got to keep the show moving along to uh, to get to the actual topics. The actual topic of this show is Ninja Gaiden Actu- 2. Can I <laughs> again? <laughs> it's Ninja Gaiden 2. Uh, I, I, I think do- all, of our, all of our feedback from last week on the Ninja Gaiden 2 stuff actually came from you. Really? Everybody, I guess, I think everybody, you know, they, they liked it enough. But they didn't, you gave us... They didn't us- actively complain. <laughs> no. But I think you gave us the worst feedback on your own subject of Ninja Gaiden 2. What did I say? You said that it went too long. I should have cut pieces out and... Um, oh, I didn't say so. that to everyone. I just said that, like, in secret. Well, that's still feedback. Okay. And uh, the only public feedback I gave is that I fucking hate Dracula. And that was, and I hated him before I learned that he wasn't even going to be on the beginning of the show this time. So yeah. He might not even be on the end of the show. I truthfully. guess we'll have to see. Yeah. Because we have to, yeah. All I'll right. try to dial him in uh, pretty <laughs> soon, but... I know I talked about I had like a like last week I had a list of different little topics I t- kept notes of as I was playing the game and I wanted to get through all of them so I was just I was just slapping down anyone else who tried to get a word in edgewise yeah we did try to get words in uh, every once in a while <laughs> we like, tried to say something you're like get, no get out of here I got more I got more topics to cover I got to keep this moving got to keep yeah it you don't have a topic this in there talk for us show. to jump this in is, this is a Pete show it's not a talk show <laughs> I should keep my in, I should start doing video reviews sometime and then I can do get the more detailed stuff out but I am we playing should do. I, I, I should. Okay, I'm gonna, I was about to do it again. What were you going to say? We should do video reviews. Yeah, I want to well, do a video reviews. I didn't actually get the thing yet, but if I get a, if I get a thing and I can figure out how to work it, if I can work that if I can work that power cable to do that, then uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm still looking at Mojo here. I almost want to play it now. <laughs> Maybe you should play it then give it to him anyway. Say like not not only is it Mojo, but it's pre-played for absolutely no reason. I'm going to sign the write something fucked up on it too. Well, so they can't resell it or something. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the ticket. Yeah. So you play more Ninja Gaiden, I assume. <laughs> I did play more Ninja Gaiden. Um, at at the time we recorded last week, I was at Chapter Eight. I'm playing on Ninja Warrior. It's hard. And, or Wait, isn't that a Warrior. TV show? What? Isn't Ninja Warrior the TV show on G4? 
I get yeah yeah. But I'm on Path of the Warrior, which is the hardest difficulty setting initially available. Anyway, let's I'm, talk I, about let's talk about Ninja Warrior, the TV show. Um, a bunch of little <laughs> jump around and stuff. All right, back to Ninja Gaiden Two. It's how many beeps is that? <laughs> That's like the only word we beep out. Well, and yep. the other word. All right. Um, I'm on chapter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on like chapter twelve now, and it's starting to get a little harder because like I had. I had to fight two of the uh, two chapter seven bosses at once, and then you go a little while, and there's no shops or anything in between. Then you have to fight the chapter eight boss again, and this time you're surrounded by like lava. You're like on lava islands, and uh, I ha- I'm kind of stuck there because I don't really have any items. So I have to go back to my other save where I had items before the two chapter seven bosses and try to do that without using up most of my items. And then, uh, as I understand it, there's even another boss after this one, but. Yeah, it's a brutal game. I love it, but it's brutal. So wait a second. Is this like Devil May Cry when you use items? If you hit continue, then you lose your items, but you continue back where you were? Uh, it's, I think it's like that just with the, um, uh, the items that increase your total health. I think it might do that with those. But no. Oh, but not like recovery items? No, not like with regular healing items. But I, 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 like, I haven't been doing the autosave thing. And to anyone who's listening, here's, here's another hot gaming tip. Here's a SWAT tip, you know, secret weapons and tactics or whatever. <laughs> uh, so many Game Pro references in this. Yeah, don't you? B-Man and, Jam- and uh, Jamal. How was a white guy with red hair named Jamal? That, that flew in the 90s. That would never fly now. We're past that. <laughs> <laughs> We've moved past that as a culture. We don't have white people named Jamal now. <laughs> We're going to get an email from a white guy named Jamal. I hope so. That would, we should put him on the show. And uh, if, if you're playing Ninja Gaiden 2, change it from autosave to uh, manual save so that you can keep, like, two alternating saves so you can, like, go back if you have to. That's true. I'm actually – I was wondering about that because I have it on autosave right now. And um, a couple times I've wanted to go back and, you know, you obviously can't. Yeah, because so. my two Chapter 12 saves, one of them is, like, right at that repeat of the Chapter 8 boss with no items. And I have another oh. one before the two Chapter 7 bosses with a bunch of items. If I didn't keep that old save, I'd be fucked because I don't think there's any way I can beat this Chapter 8 guy without any items at all. So yeah, don't do the auto savesies unless you're like a true uh, a true ninja man. Have something. you been doing your videos like you said you would? My videos? You said you were going to take videos of beaten. I did take some videos, but I, I think I misunderstood what you can actually do with the videos because I can watch them back, but I don't really I don't see how I can share them. Like there's an option for upload, but it says I have to be ranked to do that, and I don't really know what that means. I don't know how do you get ranked. I don't know. I don't. How do I share the videos? I don't know. We'll yeah, I have, I have made some cool videos, but I hope they can figure out how to show them. Maybe once I get a video card, I can put them on the computers. There you go. See, even more reason to, uh, to fund Tapezilla. If you actually go out there, I'm, I'm going to hope we have the dig link working. Um, the, the more listeners, the more stuff uh, Pete will do for the show. That's what I, we've decided, right, yeah. Pete? Yeah, that's right. So the more listeners we have, Pete will do like some crazy shit. So we're going to start off with <laughs> video reviews. And maybe work our way up to, like, some fucking freaky shit. Right. So there you go. There's some reason to uh, to dig the, the show and, uh, you know, when Drac actually gets that link working. He's a little busy this weekend. He's a little busy. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I did have another hour of Ninja Gaiden 2 to talk about, but I'm going to exercise some self-censorship here. We should move on. We actually should talk about Metal Gear because that's, like, the new uh, the new hot toy, isn't it? It is. It's a new hot toy. I picked up uh, last Thursday. I went to GameStop and picked up my pre-order of the Metal Gear Solid 4 
limited edition or collector's edition. Yeah, the collector's edition, the packaging is like this big snake cod piece, and and the game comes inside of it, right? Uh, No, that's not true. Well, I don't know much about the game because I don't have a PlayStation 3, except that the guy has a mad tight ass with his, like, suit going up inside of it. And it's really, um, it's, uh, it's something else. To tell you the truth, he explains the suit. Uh, in one of the cutscenes, actually, there's a he reason. Does. He says, there's a reason this suit has to go inside my ass crack. There's a reason. Says, it's technology. He, <laughs> he says the suit's keeping him alive. Like it's it's what's enabling him to continue to that's do just these Koji- crazy. That's just Kojima's gay excuse to show some. <laughs> that's, that's another <laughs> one. That guy is mad oh. gay. I was explaining how there's no concept artist who would in, ever who would draw that unless he was told to by a gay man or he was gay. There's just no way. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way. I can go ahead and uh, check out those pictures real quick just to verify what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely gay. Click. Way too much ass. Click. <laughs> Are we <laughs> actually going to get that? <laughs> Three clicks to get the complete information. Yep. <laughs> My computer's from 1972. You have to triple click to get in, <laughs> to do the icons. They've been working down the clicks. Those yeah, computers Bill, in, like, in the, in the 90s, Bill, Bill Gates figured out, oh, we can just do two. That's innovation. Guys, yeah. <laughs> We have to talk about the substance of the game, though, don't we? We probably should. So I, I got my uh, my limited edition in a cool little box. It's pretty funny. It comes with a Blu-ray disc of you know, I guess the making of or some kind of behind-the-scenes shit. And as soon as you open up the uh, oh, it also comes with a soundtrack. So you open up the Blu-ray case, which has both the soundtrack disc and the Blu-ray disc in there. And over the top of the Blu-ray disc is a piece of paper that says "Warning: Spoilers." So. Um, yeah, I'm not going to be watching that until I finish the game. So, I got home uh, Thursday after work, popped in Metal Gear Solid 4, and was greeted by the usual installation process that all PS3 games are pretty much forcing you to uh, sit through now. Yeah, and that just takes like 10 or 15 seconds, right? Uh, no, it, this one took about 8 minutes. Oh, okay. Now, so there what, was what one, kind of things can you do in 8 minutes You know, while you're waiting? Um... We don't really have anything planned here. <laughs> I was hoping you'd be fast off the cuff. No. But you show look- You totally shit. I put you on the spot and you shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing for the eight minutes. That's payback. Thanks. Oh, for last week? Yeah. Thanks. What? Give me a funny story about your name. <sighs> All right, we're even. We got to get Drac next time. Next time he actually shows up. Drac's been taking abuse this whole time, though, so far. He's been getting yeah, abused. It would be better if he was here for it. All right, so you you pop the disc in, you're greeted by an installation. It took about eight minutes. And uh, here's the thing that I found interesting, though. I've played up through the first... I guess the game's broken up into acts now. I finished the first act. Mm-hmm. And to start act two, it installs again. <laughs> and then if you go back to act one, does that have to install again to go back over? <laughs> is that how I it works? I hope not. It, it deletes the is this, old installation. Is this, cumul- it better not. is this cumulative, or is it like switching back and forth? Is this like I don't dis- know. Is this like Metal Gear's version of disc swapping? I guess. I guess so. Well, like, there's, di- there's regular disc swapping, and there's the install swapping. I guess. Right. I guess it's sort of like install swapping. Uh, yeah. It um. There's no disc swapping though. There's only one disc to the game. It should do but, the ins- uh, it should do the next act install like in the middle of a part, like Ninja Gaiden Two. So you t- take two steps and have to switch. Then if you get chased backwards by an enemy, <laughs> you have right, to go yeah. do another install. <laughs> Dude, I had that happen in um, in Ninja Gaiden quite a few times. When you just you can tell where the the game loads the next part of the level, 
And if you just, you can, like, be fighting. I had actually, <laughs> there's actually a situation where I was fighting guys right before, like, a staircase. And um, I had left a few behind me, and I was taking on the next set who were on the staircase. Mm-hmm. And the game must have loaded right at the staircase. So I did the move where you um, uh, you jump and then hit Y, and then you can keep oh, hitting yeah. Y, that and you move, go back and yeah. forth. Yeah. I went back and forth between enemies on the staircase and enemies I had just passed, and it loaded every time I hit Y. <laughs> <laughs> it was brutal. Like, how does that get through QA? Come on. I don't know. Come on, Tecmo. Anyway, back to uh, Metal Gear Solid. So, yeah, it installs every act, and that is a little ludicrous. Like, installing once, I'm fine with. I can pop the game in and go do something else for eight minutes, even though I don't know what that would be. Yeah, he can <laughs> He can pop the game in and go check out his baby pictures. Way too many baby references so far. I don't <laughs> get it. It's like, the, it's like my go-to thing. If I need a joke real quick, babies! Edward, a gremlin Edward G. Robinson is working his way in, though. Yeah, I, I would w- <laughs> much more approve of Gremlin Edward G. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I want to make a reservation for Metal Gear Solid 4. Okay, um, that one you're going to have to come in, because um, we got to get the cash then. Yeah, no, I don't like want that. that. You don't want to do that? Well, no. I'm going to take a credit card. Do what? Yes. No. Yes. How much does, does that cost? cost too much? How much does what cost? Metal Grand Gear Solid 4. Metal Gear Solid 4? Hang on just a second. Um, Yo. And I, can, and I can look that up for you. Hang on. What system am I looking at? PlayStation 360. I am not showing it in my system for Xbox 360. No. Yes. I'm showing it for PlayStation 3, though. PlayStation 360. No, I don't see it on Xbox 360. You Great. weren't much Thanks help. for the help. Goodbye. Alrighty. Alrighty. See you later. Bye. Yeah, the game installs, and um, I guess to break up the fact that, like, Devil May Cry had that installation, it was like, what, a half hour or something, or 20 minutes? I guess they decided to break it up into multiple eight, like, uh, the second install was only three minutes, I guess, but why not just throw that three minutes on to the first install? Like, once it's installed, just do your thing. I don't know, maybe it's for the 20 gig users still? Maybe it does delete the data? I don't know, but... um, 
I don't know. I have a 120 gig drive in there. So you know what? Just install your shit and let me play. During the so, installs, they should have like transcripts of the, some of the cutscenes, just in case you missed anything, so you can get all all uh, tidied up on it. That's what they should actually, do. Actually, they it does have some pretty cool stuff. So the first time you install, it gives you um like like not really tips for the game because you haven't really played the game yet because it's installing for the first time, but yeah. tips for life. Oh, it's so for life in general. Life in general. It, you know, you're, you're sitting there for eight minutes. You might as well get some uh, life tips. Does Kojima have tips about how to get dates with men? No. no. He does have tips on... Uh, the one is like, you know, play in a brightly lit room. Uh, don't smoke. I think wait, 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 wait. Why would you want to play in a brightly lit room? That's like counterintuitive. So it doesn't hurt your eyes, I guess. I don't know. I really don't remember all of them. I was kind of in and out. Um, I like to play in a pitch black room with like Satan music in the background. That's how I like to play. Did I ever tell you how Drac used to play the Silent Hill games? <laughs> no. So he, back in college, I think he was playing Silent Hill too. So I had an apartment back in college where the front door um, led to the outside. It wasn't one of these things where you're whatever. Yeah. So if you open the front door, it led directly outside. So the living room, the front door was in the living room. So he turned on Silent Hill too. He shut all the lights off. He opened up the windows, and I think it was, like, really windy out that night. And then he opened up the front door. <laughs> Just sitting there playing in pitch black with the front door open? Front door open. <laughs> like, the, the door's squeaking from the wind blowing and stuff, and the <laughs> the wind's blowing in from outside through the windows. And it, it was Actually, I walked, I walked in, it was pretty freaky, because I was in my room, like, working on an, an assignment for college. That'd, that'd like be that, a good but, way to play Condemned, too. But we need to stay on topic for Metal Gear. All right, I'll go back to Metal Gear. As you can yeah. tell, I keep getting sidetracked, and I think maybe it's like it's you want to talk about it. everything except for Metal Gear. It's like I'm going to talk do. about this game. <laughs> Make me stop. <laughs> I think the thing is, like everybody's talking about Metal Gear this week. It seems I don't know. Nobody else is talking about playing Silent Hill door open. <laughs> no one else is talking about playing Silent Hill One on PlayStation One with their doors hanging open and their pants off. Is that where you dinner? Play Silent. Is this where Dinner for One started? <laughs> no, Dinner for One started, and that's actually. To let everybody know, we nearly named the um, the site and the podcast Dinner for One, but or, or it got DFO, shot down. DFO. DFO. Yeah. I think DFO would have been cool. That would have been cool, yeah. I think if we go back and... You know what? I'm, I'm all for reading Back in time? DFO now. Yeah. <laughs> if we go back in time, Zs? If, if you can figure out how to go back in time, I'm all for doing DFO again. Either one's fine with me. Anyway, no. DFO started with Devil May Cry, the original. He yeah. sat there and played all the way through the game in one sitting. <laughs> How could anyone ever do that? That was like, it took like 11 hours or something. He started, I think he got the game at like 10 o'clock at night, and he finished up like, you know, 9, 9.30. I never finished that game. There were some hard bosses in it. I don't know how I would have played it all in one sitting. Like, yeah, he just plowed through. Like, I was sitting there watching him for part of the time. I was also working on a project, and like, I had a laptop, so I brought the laptop onto the uh, couch in the living room. I watched him for a few hours, and then I'd go back and work some more, and... Like, he played 11 hours. I think it was like 11 and a half. 11 and a half hours straight of that game. That's exactly the kind of game where you get to a boss and you can't really figure it out and you just go, fuck it, I'll come back later. That's the kind of game that is. It's not natural to play it all at once. Yeah, he didn't do that. And the end boss of that game was hard as shit. It had like three different forms and one was a shooter. Like, the game actually turned into a shooter for part of it. (laughs) Crazy. The only thing I remember from Devil May Cry 1 is like a spider boss or something. Some kind of spider. That's it. I think every game has a spider boss now. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so, you're going to have to talk about Metal Gear again. <sighs> fine. <laughs> no, don't make me. You got to. <laughs> so like I said, I finished the first act so far. How, um, how long is an act? I would say so far, 
Now, here's the problem. I've left my game on, like, paused for a lot of time mm-hmm. already. Um, I, like, went and ate dinner the one night. Um, the one night I paused it, and then I think we watched a movie. <laughs> so, uh, my time is completely skewed. My guess would be, to, of actual playtime, maybe four to five hours. Wow. Um, my time of my timer is, of course, at about eight. How many acts um, are there? I have no idea, and I don't want to know. I just want to com- continue to play the game. All right. Well, it says right here, there's four acts. Are there really? Yeah. I I don't know. Uh, I just wanted to do the mouse thing again. <laughs> right, so yeah, I finished Act One, and it ends with <laughs> an extremely long cutscene. A little story about that: we were going out yesterday, and my uh, my girlfriend went out, and she was going to come but back. This is another we Metal gonna... Gear story that's not actually about Metal Gear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I get sidetracked really easily. So here we go. We uh. I'm playing Metal Gear, and my girlfriend ran out, and she's, I told her I was going to shower and stuff while she was gone. And when she Ew. got back, we were going to go out. So, lo and behold, I hit the cutscene at the end of Act 1, and uh, she came back, and the cutscene was just finishing up. She, it must have been at least 20 minutes, that cutscene. Wait, so you were taking a shower and stuff during the cutscene? I could have. Oh. I probably could have showered, and uh, by the time I got done, I Do you actually, was do you actually like watching these really long cutscenes? I do. They're cool. Like, you I like would watching? actually watch a Metal, a Metal Gear solid movie if it was all done in, uh, like, in-game. Yeah. Well, you could... And then and then the sort of classic Metal Gear thing is to uh, watch the long, 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 long cutscene. Then it's over, and like, okay, I'm going to play now. And then you have, like, a two-hour codec conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, there was actually one time earlier where it did that. You, you had this long cutscene, and then the second you get done with it, you have to call, or Otacon calls you and explains what just happened. <laughs> and it, it seriously went like you know another twenty minutes, but I, I'm guessing that's included in the game time. So maybe my play time so far, it was like, let's say that Act One was five hours, maybe like four, a little over four, four minutes. Like, <laughs> there's been a lot of cutscenes so far, but I like them. So screw it, you know. Keep keep throwing cutscenes at me. I like hey, them. whatever uh, whatever tickles you, uh, you know. There, you know. So yeah, I've had like five hours play time in Metal Gear Solid Four. So it's so far, so I can at least. Um, speak a little bit about it um the very beginning of the game and i spoke to both drac and stevie b who were playing through this too oh wait we're not supposed to call him stevie b you just, you just named two guys i fucking hate <laughs> yeah yeah so I, yeah i spoke to drac and stv as i was uh, uh playing the beginning of this game and they both said the same thing i did that the beginning is fucking hard i don't know if it's just because we're not used to playing metal gear like i haven't played the last Metal Gear game I played was Metal Gear Solid 3 back um right. Come on, how hard can it be to just sneak, sneak, hide, you know, kill, whatever, right? Yeah, I think I think the thing was I wasn't really looking to sneak yet. Like, you don't, at the beginning of the game, you don't have um, the, like, tranquilizer gun. Oh. So you just have, like, a, a machine gun of some kind. So. Yeah, you just kill them, right? You know, shoot. Done. Either Done. Isn't it just like that? Well, I should have come to you. <laughs> You're like, no, oh, I'm having trouble with the first level. Help me out, Pete. And I'm like, yeah, sneak, sneak, shoot, done. Yeah, yeah, Shay. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> now, the beginning of the game is freaking hard, though. I don't know. If, uh, again, I don't know. Like, if I went back Trump, and, done. <laughs> if I went back and played it now, though, I'd probably, get, you know, smoke right through it. But I don't know. Just jumping right into Metal Gear Solid 4 and. The beginning of the game is pretty hard. Like, you have to, um... You see a couple guys, and you pretty much can't attack them. You have to sneak past them. And there's a whole lot of crawling going on in the beginning of the game. Wait, why can't you attack them? Come on. Don't be a pussy. Just, just, just kill them. Just kill them. 
I did. The first couple times, actually, anybody who's played the game so far knows the area I'm talking about. You start out, and you... Uh, it's the first area where there's patrolling guards. Um, so there's there's two patrolling guards, and there's also, like, a, an APC there um, that's kind of patrolling the area and looking around to see if snakes around, I guess. So <laughs> He's the snake patrol. <laughs> snake patrol here. I'm looking for snake. There's another guy sneaking around over there, but he's not snake. Not my job. <laughs> <laughs> he's only yeah, looking so, for snake. Just looking for that so, tight ass. In the first there, that's how they uh, that's how they know it's him. <laughs> you got a tight ass. Oh, he does. That's snake. Wait, is that snake? I'm gonna wait till he's looking the other way so I can make sure it's him. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Oh, I'm gonna go get him. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> well, come on. This game deserves all the gay stuff it gets because it's kind of, kind of, uh, you know, a little bit manly, but not manly in like the hetero way, you know, like man on man. Yeah, like manly. Like, look at this tight little yeah, ass. Yeah, it's that kind of manly, you know. All right. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check out these tight buns. Mm, that's the kind of manly it is. I think this is why I don't want to talk about Metal, Metal Gear Solid 4 at all. <laughs> You're scared away from the topic because I can't stop talking about little buns. <laughs> at least if Drac was here, he's played it too and we could discuss, but he would just be you going, having not played Ninpo. the game yet, you're all about just man-ass. Ninpo. Ninpo. <laughs> Alright. He'd be like, sneaking. Sneaking. Sneakies. Sneaky-ass. Sneaky-ass. Fight clubsies. He's just an ass in the grass. Alright. Yeah, fight clubsies. That's my new thing. You can't take that away from me. Alright. What else were you going to say? What were you saying? All right. I was just trying to say the game's freaking hard at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Um, But once you kind of get the hang of things and you're back, you're used to sneaking. You're used to, like, um, so when you do get caught, and this, it's been like this, uh, it was like this in Metal Gear Solid 3, but it's just obnoxious now. There's, um, you know, the timers that count down. You have, like, the alert timer and the evasion timer and then caution timer. I don't. I don't need all three of those. Like, and if you do, or if you're gonna have all three, don't make them 99 seconds each. I mean, what the Wait, fuck? every single so, timer is 99 seconds. No, I mean they. Sometimes it's like you won't even get the alert phase, and then during evasion, it'll like. Like if you, fly if, you down. if you scare everyone up and then you run and hide, like how long do you have to wait? On average, yeah, like. 90 seconds like a minute and a half are probably. you serious yeah so i shot i just shot some dudes you gotta go hide you gotta stay there for like 90 seconds okay but here's the other thing about hiding so there's uh like now in this in this game there's at the health meter obviously then there's also your stress level mm-hmm. and the only way to get the stress level down is to go and like hide somewhere dark like so snake knows he's not going to get found so if you're fighting, and let's say your your stress level goes up. I'll, I'll get to the health thing in a second. Let's say your stress level goes up to 75%, which I think might be the max. Um, oh, no, 80 is actually the max. Your stress level gets up that high. You're like, your aim gets all screwy, and you're, um, there's another meter below your health that like, completely drops out. Man, Snake's a pussy in this game, dude. Well, he's got a disease. He's all stressed which, out, and he can't do anything. He's diseased in this game. So yeah, his stress level gets all the way up, and the only way to get it down, and yes, you can take like medicine. There's um, compresses you can get to uh, to drop your stress, but it doesn't drop it like immediately. You still have to wait for it to cycle down. So 
your your stress level gets up to eighty. You have to go hide for like, I don't know, like three minutes probably. So does this stress thing add to the game? You think? Um, no, no. So far, it's it hasn't really. I wouldn't say it's added anything positive so, to the game. So what's the deal with Snake being all old? Is he like why is like all the other characters from the other games not old? You know. Yeah. All right. This is told pretty early on in the game, so this isn't really a spoiler, I guess. Um, Snake, some, and I haven't gotten to the point where he finds out why yet, but um, for whatever reason, his aging, like, he's aging extremely quickly. And it has something to do with probably the fox die thing, if anybody played the first Metal Gear Solid, where he eventually will just expire. So he's, well, for whatever reason, over the last... So, like, know, how, months, how much longer is this supposed to have been since the Metal Gear Solid 2? Um, I actually have no idea. It doesn't really tell you in the game, and I haven't read anything about. You, I, I kind of assumed it was future time a little bit because all the robots are running around and stuff, and you know, and Raiden looks like a robot. Yeah, he goes off for a while about how wars change, so it has to be a few years at least. But he, um, yeah, he's he looks like he's you know seventy years old. And how old was he uh, supposed to be in the last game, like Metal Gear Solid Two? Um, like thirty, know, like or thirty, mid thirties, probably. Yeah. So, so what could could this be? Like twenty years later, maybe. I'm just speculating based on not having played the game. <laughs> Absolutely no idea. I don't think it's twenty because you meet other characters from the uh, the previous games and they're not twenty years older. Yeah, we sound like complete idiots right now because I'm sure there's people out there listening like, dude, it's eight years. Read the book. <laughs> Yeah, there's some nerds out there who know fucking everything. <laughs> Read the book. Is there actually a book? <laughs> there's a manual, I guess. It probably, probably tells you in the manual. But Dude, I have, I have the novel. It says this and this. <laughs> like, they have the Warcraft novels. There's, there's, like, novels for some of these games. Like, there's a Mass Effect novel, too. There's Halo books, too. Who the fuck would read a Halo book? Like, Halo's not only the, one of the worst games ever made, but there's a fucking book, too. What's the point? Come on, God, get with the program. Exactly the kind of people who would be listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going for a cooler crowd. Like, we're going for the uh, the, the, ner- who... the nerds who don't consider themselves nerds. Yeah, exactly. Like, if if you're talking about games with your friends, but you, uh, I don't know, might have a f- might not have Halo books on your shelf. I, I don't know. This... That's a fine line. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but that's also that's us, though, right? You don't I, have any I, Halo I guess so. Uh, so also, one of the weapons or items you have in this game is an iPod. It's an actual so, weapon? Well, it's an, it's an item. So you, you go to your menu, and you click uh, uh, items, and then that's how you load your item screen. Like, when you hit um, L2, it brings up all your items, but you can only have, like, five at a time, so you have to use the menu to put new ones in there. So I brought the menu up, and I see iPod. I'm like, all right, let's see what this is about. And it's a real iPod. Like, it's not generic MP3 player. It's a real iPod. Oh, my God. That's, that's a nice little product throw-in, isn't it? It's pretty cool, though, the way it works, because you can actually control it. Like, you use the right stick to... Have you ever you've used an iPod, obviously. Yeah, I've used an iPod. I have a Zune, but I've used an iPod. The way you have to, um, like, move your finger around the uh, like the sensors and stuff, you do that with the right stick, and uh, it's pretty cool. But, so there's... Wait, can you literally... Is it functional? Can you put your own MP3s and, sl- and stuff on there somehow? I think through? you can, yeah. It, it mentions it. <laughs> through the, whatever it's called, the, um, you know, technological thing. Cross-media bar? Yeah, whatever. It's I don't know. Fuck. You know, you can hook a little man and you hook your little man thing into the thing, and it's like, here's some data. You know, maybe. But <laughs> I'm very cutting edge. <laughs> so Snake has a bunch of MP3s on there already, and actually, that's one of the hidden items. As you go through the game, you find new MP3s for your iPod. <laughs> so at <laughs> one point, 
I brought up the iPod, and I guess it also helps bring your stress Can level down. Can you take down. these MP3s you find in the game and put them out onto a real iPod? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know, though. Who knows? I guess listening to the MP3s on your iPod helps your psyche level and your stress level and all that, so you uh, you bring the iPod up, and you can actually see what Snake has on there already, and he's got some really interesting Japanese pop songs, like stuff that little girls would listen to. J-pop stuff, yeah. Like total J-pop stuff. And then there's a there's a podcast on there, <laughs> but a, it's a podcast about Metal Gear Solid 4. By who? Um, Ryan Payton. I don't know. Is it a real person? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's a real person. So he it's like a about... real outside-the-game podcast. Yeah. Where someone was really talking. Did he know he was doing it for the game when he recorded it? Yeah, they mentioned it at the beginning. They're like, you're, you're hearing, you're listening to this while you're playing Metal Gear Solid 4. See, that's like breaking the sixth wall. Yeah. there's Or the seventh wall. It's like breaking <laughs> all kinds of walls. Yeah, way too many walls. Like, I actually didn't like that. And at one point he goes, um, we're not sure how we're going to deal with spoilers on this, so... Um, but we assume this is your second time playing anyway. I'm like, second time what? Why would you assume that? Because <laughs> you wouldn't, wouldn't actually you bother to dig around that kind of stuff at first. I guess, maybe. like, I but know. the first time you play the game, wouldn't you be like, hey, what's this iPod thing? Let's see what this is about. Oh, well, podcast. I'll listen to this. Well, like, he likes to do those cute little things. He likes to break the fourth wall. If you remember the first Metal Gear Solid, they had the octopus guy or whatever. The psychic guy. Yeah, yeah. Whatever he's, yeah. And he's like, your controller is moving now or whatever. And he, like, looks at what saves you have on your thing and says, oh, uh, I hope you like playing this game and yeah you know right it was all Konami stuff and then he I hated also, that I hated that there was another was section thing. it's like a game that takes itself so monumentally seriously and it's like oh here fourth wallsies fifth wallsies <laughs> there was another section where you had just gotten done with the button pressing part of the game where like you're trying not to die so you yeah, hit what the is, really fast do they have that in this too not yet but so they probably do <laughs> and the girl was like, um, hold the controller up to your arm and I'll, you know, send some shit through your arm. And it really just vibrated the controller to make your <laughs> arm feel better after pressing the button for 20 minutes. <laughs> so stupid. Does that but work? Holding a vibrating controller up to your arm to make your fingers feel better? There's I don't better know. better places you could put the vibrating. Anyway, uh, I, I was never good at the fast button pushing thing ever. I could never win that. See, I'm awesome at that. Like track and field, when that came out for Xbox Live Arcade, like the, I was all over like that. It's like the worst kind of gameplay you could ever do for a game. It's fun. I don't. I still like it. Why is it fun pushing a button really fast? I mean, I'm no good at it. My hand has. I have like the carpal tunnel thing going on. I think my hand is not good at that. I'm not That's good why at you that don't. At all. You don't think it's fun because you're not good at it. Even if I was good at it, I didn't. Like back when I was a kid, I was okay at it. And there's like Skate or Die did it, I think. And uh, there's this monster truck racing game that did it. It's like it's like a racing game where the where the, you go faster by pushing the fucking button. Like, how is that a real racing game? <laughs> you got to play track and field with me sometime on Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah, I got to play the game where you're really good at pushing things fast, and I have like a <laughs> retarded, broken, tarpal tunnel hand. Like, Whoa. yes, exactly. So, all right, can so you can just like get we're... a turbo controller and beat through those Metal Gear pol- torture parts or whatever? I get, that was only the first game. I don't think the second game had them. I think I think every game had it. I'm pretty sure. We're gonna have some know. nerds who read all the books and stuff. We're gonna yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it sounds like I'm crapping on Metal Gear so far, but I actually yeah, every time is, we every time we like a game and talk about it, we just shit on it the whole time. <laughs> well, you have to. You have to point out what's because everything else is perfect about it. The game is fucking awesome. But these are just the little things that I figure because everybody's gonna say, "Oh, the sneaking is the best ever." And um, is it? Is it? Yeah, it's great, and everything except about the game for the is fact awesome. that you have to hide for twenty minutes every time you. Uh... Yeah, but 
Uh, the actual like sneaking around is cool. Like, but yeah, having to uh, wait for your alerts to go down. But that's been like that in every Metal Gear. Solid Do you have a little game, robot so. buddy you send around and he zaps people? Is that how that works? Yeah, like at first I didn't even they, he uh, Otacon gives them to you, but I didn't know you could actually use them. I just thought he was the menu. But I brought him up one time. I'm like, oh shit, you can actually like send him out into where the battle's going on, and it's pretty cool. You can if you um, there's a, a whole new weapon customization in the game. Yeah. So you meet a guy early on, and this isn't a spoiler because it's very early on. It's like the first hour. You meet a guy who can unlock weapons for you, and the weapons are locked now because. I guess in this Metal Gear Solid 4 future. It's like future time, like it locks to your hand or whatever. Exactly. So your nano machines tell it what, uh, who like you the, are. The gun will only work if its master is using it, right? Right. So this guy tells you that if you find weapons on the battlefield, he can unlock them for you. But more than that, if you find weapons that you already have, you can send them to him and he'll um, like give you money for him, give you credit, and allow you to buy weapons and ammo through him. Is there a pretty cool loot system? Um, do people drop interesting things sometimes? Like they do. Like I, the part right before the end of Act One, I was picking up like weapons that cost like a lot of money in the store. Like I found um, a grenade launcher, which uh, you can attach to your custom uh, assault rifle, and that thing was like nine thousand points or whatever in the store. Or actually, I think it was more than that. And uh, yeah, I just found it on a guy, and then I was finding multiple versions of it. And each one of those is getting sent to the guy for more money. So it's actually got a cool little, like, MMO-style, like, loot system where every time you're finding something, you can send it off and get more money. And um, But it's cool the way they don't enable you to really farm for money. Um, every time you pick up a weapon, it pops up the weapon price that you're going to... The, the money you'll get for it, but then a multiplier based on different scenarios. So if you're in war already... Um, like you're the let's say you kill the guy and you pick up his weapon, you'll get mm-hmm. more money for that gun than if you watch the guy die and then sent your robot out to get the weapon. Oh, because you can actually send the robot out to pick up like weapons that you can sell and stuff. But so I was trying to farm a little bit and I'm like, why is my money not going up as fast as it should be? Like each one of these guns is worth fifteen hundred dollars. It's because the fifteen hundred was getting multiplied by like point two. So they don't want you to just kind of farm and jack up your money. They want you to just play, kind of. Yeah, and there's a um. Uh, a weapon actually in the store for a million credits and it's like a musket it looks like it looks like a lead ball musket this is like the same kind of idea as the wooden sword yeah exactly so it's a million credits so I was thinking like I wonder how long it would actually take but it would take ages because every uh, time you pick up a weapon that's not uh, that you haven't killed the guy or you get even more like if you um, if you sneak up behind somebody and stick him up he'll drop his weapon and then you'll get like the max for that you get his dog tags and stuff too uh, I don't think there's dog tags in this one that I know of. But there is a cool system where if you stick somebody up or if you, like, knock him out with a tranquilizer, you can pat him down. And as you're, he, like, pats down different parts of the guy. Ooh. And when the guy has something on him, like, a the triangle button appears on the screen with an exclamation point. And if you tap triangle at, like, the perfect second, he drops a weapon from that Wait, part. Wait, this is stuff you can't get after you kill him? Like, for some reason, it's gone after he's dead? <laughs> yeah, because you can't pat him down after he's dead. Yeah, that's just you can You can pick up his body, but the... He doesn't have as good of stuff on him, I think. So, like, are there respawning enemies? Uh, in the first act, there are, because there's a war going on, and um, I guess it would be silly to have the war just suddenly end because they've, you know, you've killed the two guys that are, you know, manned over at that, uh, that gun. So, um, yeah, I mean, you can essentially sit... Uh, yeah, I guess you could... Sp- 
kind of farm for money the entire time, but it would take way longer than if you just play the game the right way because you're getting, you know, 900 credits for the uh, the gun, but then it's getting multiplied by 0.1 because you didn't really do anything to get the... So what's the what's the variety like on, on the different items? Like how many different kind of guns and stuff are there to buy and get and stuff? Uh, based on the shop, I don't know, I've already only finished Act 1, but based on the shop, there's um, a pretty decent selection. Is there uh, a is like a bigger selection than Resident Evil 4? Uh, yeah, by far. Um, and some of the guns can be pretty heavily customized. Like you get an M4 when you first find that guy who you can sell the weapons to, and that can be customized in like... Um, it has like five different accessory sections for it, so you can throw like a grenade uh, launcher onto it. You can put a um, like an arm onto the front so that you can steady your aim a little bit. Um, uh, you can put a, uh, a silencer on it, stuff like that. It's pretty, it's pretty cool customization, which is it adds a lot to just playing the regular parts of the game. Like that's why I wasn't rushing through the Act One because I just had fun kind of um, collecting credits and buying new things for um, my gun and also checking out because you can just buy weapons from this guy's store, just checking out all the weapons kind of early on. Like, I got the rocket launcher already. Like, in the first two hours of the game, I got the rocket launcher, which you usually don't get in Metal Gear Solid games until, you know, the last yeah. disc, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I had that way early on. And now if I ever find under the rocket launcher, which I have found, um, you get, like, a ton of money for it because it's one of the higher-end items. I got, like, um, 9000 or something or 5000 for it. So, um, overall, the weapon customizations... Uh, a really cool feature, which, like, I didn't read anything about Metal Gear Solid 4 going into this, so that was completely new to me. Uh, I didn't know that was even gonna, that you were gonna find somebody who would yeah, you did a, weapons. you did so. a media blackout leading up to Total this game. Total media blackout leading yeah. up to this game. I did that with, um, a few other games, too, but... Every time I try uh, to do that, I don't, um, succeed, it seems like. You should but do I'm, with... I'm trying to do that with Fallout 3, but I get very curious about the thing. But we can talk, up, talk about Fallout 3 later, but I do want to mention it. You can, um, you should try it with Resident Evil 5, since you're so into that. I've already seen a little bit of it. I know a little, a few things about it. But maybe I'll just black out from now on. Maybe I'll just do that. You should. I'll watch the trailers for you. I'll tell you if, it, uh, if they're I've worth already, watching. I've already seen the trailer, right? I mean, like from now on. Oh, I'm sure they're gonna keep. You watched it too, on. didn't you? Yeah. For yeah, so I, I don't you're... have that going for RE5. I don't really yeah. care. Like, I'll well, how play do you it. not care? RE5 is like the biggest thing ever. The second biggest thing. No. It's just not not for me. It looks awesome though. Did you ever play RE4? I got like maybe ten hours in. Yeah, there's something fucking wrong with you. <laughs> Dude, I still have Zelda sitting on my shelf for the Wii. I have like you. You do, haven't even done Zelda Wind, um, whatever. I played Wind Waker. I haven't Not done Wind the, Waker, um, but Twilight Princess. Yeah, Twilight thing. Yeah, I got it the night it came out, like with the Wii, and I maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna play this. Six hours uh, uh, I'm gonna play this, and then you don't play it. That's how I am with every game, but uh, I'm. I'm sure that I'll finish Metal Gear Solid 4 just because I finished all the other Metal Gear Solids. So what's the what are the maps like on Metal Gear Solid 4? Is it like real linear? I heard something about that. That's really linear. Yeah, I mean, there's a Is there anything to kind of start. explore and or the different routes a, to take? Yeah, there's a definite start and end point of each area, but there's different ways you can go about getting through it. So if you wanted to go through the like there's there's two factions at war in the first um like the first areas of uh, Act 1. If you want to just kind of go through and, like, go between them fighting and fight both sides, because both sides see you as the enemy, if you want to just run in between them and fight them and then hide or whatever, you can do that. If you want, there's always kind of a sneaker way to get around. You can head up to the rooftops and... So there's, like, a lot of different dudes fighting each other all the time. Yeah, and you, but you have to stay out of the way of both 
factions because both of them see you as the enemy. So, like, when they're fighting each other, do they fight pretty, like, believably? Or what do they do? Like, what's it look like? There's, um... Well, that's why, that's why I started farming weapons in the first place because I was watching these two sides fight and this one group of enemies, it would pile up and then they'd all die. And then they would... Bodies would pile up again and then they would all die. And I just kept walking over. I'm like, all right, I'll take these this free money. Why not? Um, so that's actually how I started testing the weapons out. Like, I got claymores. I bought claymores from the, the guy's store already. And I'm like, let me test these out. Let me see how these work this game. So, um, But Is they it- fight pretty realistically. Like, if, if one... If one guy's running down the street um, and with, like, no cover, he's going to get shot. But at the same time, it seems like they always get shot at that exact point. Is there any way to kind of pick a side at all? Is there any effect if you kill anyone, really? Not that I know of, no. At one point, you have to kill a couple guys just to move the uh, move the act on. Um, you kill a couple guys, and then, like, a cutscene starts up. Did you actually fight any bosses yet? There's no bosses really in the first act. Really, none at all. Like no, no real bosses. You you meet a few of, you can tell they're going to be future bosses because they're all like, they're working for the the main bad guy, and you, um, they're just they really fuck dudes up. So you know yeah. you're going to fight them. They're Metal, really Metal original. Metal Gear is one of those games that's kind of all about the bosses. So right, and you always see them kind of early on. Like Metal Gear Solid Three, you saw pretty much all the main enemies in that. Early Metal Gear Solid game. 3 had this really cool thing in it where there's this one guy who's a boss later in the game. You get this one opportunity in one of the in one area of the game where you see him kind of being wheeled away in his wheelchair, like, far away for just a couple seconds. If you snipe his head right there, you don't have to fight him later. <laughs> there's, like, there's like a tiny window of opportunity. Yeah. He's like this old guy who's like a sniper. Yeah, the end. Yeah. And they were, they were wheeling him away at this one part in the game. And you only see him going into this door for, like, you know, a couple seconds. If you take the opportunity, that small window of opportunity, and snipe his head and kill him... He's dead, and you don't have to fight him later. Weird, I didn't know <laughs> There's that. this other Easter egg in that game. You know, he's the end. He's like this old guy. He's a sniper. Yeah. If you're at, if you're in the fight with him, and then you um, turn the game off and come back days later, or if you just turn your PlayStation clock forward, you come back. He's so old that he'll just be dead. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was actually that was a really interesting fight, though. You have to like look around for like tracks in the ground and stuff to try to figure oh, out where this guy is. That fight took me forever. Yeah. Yeah, you, was, did you play that game? I didn't know you played that yeah, game. Yeah, I, I played all the way through. Yeah. I, I didn't know about those two things, too. but... Yeah, yeah it took cool. me a while. Like, I got it back in... the no, I think it came out in, like, October, November of... Oh, who knows what. And then I played it a few months later. I was just bored on a weekend. I'm like, oh, I'm going to play Metal Gear Solid 3. And I played through it, like, in two days. That was my favorite one of all the Metal Gears. So That I, one had, you know... Maybe... It, Bina had the best story because it wasn't as crazy as Metal Gear Solid 2, which yeah, is I didn't, I didn't really. I didn't really like all the super high-tech stuff. That necessarily. Well, two, did you get to the end of two? I think I got towards the end. I remember something about a sword fight or something. That's all I remember. Yeah, that's that's the last battle, I think. But you got to play, or at least read, if you don't remember, like what happens at the end of two. It's so ridiculous. Like it just gets stupid. But, um, <laughs> and four is, it's not there yet, but it might be heading that way. <laughs> so we'll it see. It probably but is. There's there's some weird shit. Like the first thing when you turn on the game. You're you're figuring you're going to go into a cutscene about Snake. Well, there's a full motion video sequence of the guy who does Snake's voice getting interviewed. David Hayter. Right. He's getting interviewed by, like, a woman um, for, like, a talk show. And it's like, what? That's, like, in the, that's like in the actual, like, that's the fir- that's front and center when you turn the game on. First thing, you hit start to start <laughs> the game. Every time you turn it on? No, no, no. Just, the, like, to start the game. Like, your new game oh, goes okay, right okay. to that. And then there's this segment that keeps popping up with a girl 
cracking eggs and counting while she's cracking eggs. Is it a video? Yeah, like they're full motion video. Is she hot? And then there's... <laughs> oh, you see her hands. <laughs> and then there's another one where there's a soldier, um, like a group of soldiers, and they all shoot at an enemy, and then... But they all die except for one soldier who ends up killing the enemy. But the, it's full motion video. Like, I don't... I'm sure it, they'll explain it later in the game, but it, right now it's... You can well, tell Ko- it's going... Kojima's weird. He's gay and weird. So... Great. There goes our interview with him. <laughs> yeah, we had, he was going to come on the show. Yeah, next week he was all yeah, lined I'm up. Gonna, he I'll book him, him real quick. He's booked. <laughs> <laughs> it's like booking a hotel room on uh, Expedia. <laughs> you go to hotels.com. <laughs> click, click. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> so that's Metal Gear Solid 4. I mean, I've only played a few hours of it so far, but uh, it's awesome. It's a great game. These are just little minor issues I've had with it so far. Very minor. It's... Everybody yeah. go buy it. I like how every single time we review a great game that we love, we just talk about how bad it is for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you have to do. You have to talk about the, the small things that do. Because look at, I'm sure, all the major gaming sites. And again, I've stayed away from everything to do with Metal Gear Solid 4, so I don't even know the review scores. But I'm guessing that it's gotten 10s and 9.5s. And We should probably save it, a little bit of wind on this for when you've actually at least fight and fight, fighted, fought one, <laughs> <laughs> fought one boss. Because you haven't even done a bossies yet. You don't know anything about the game yet. Come I never on. said I did. I never Come said on. I did. You're, you're acting game. like you're the Metal Gear man here. Like, I'm the go-to man for Metal Gear 4. You're not. You're not. Come on. You're nothing. So, the only thing I've been playing besides Metal Gear, really, is... Uh, Hot Shots Golf for the uh, PSP. What is this hard on for Hot Shots Golf? Every single week you just do this. Hot Shots, Hot Shots, come on. Well, if you remember last week, again, I liked the game a lot, so I completely beat it up and said that you shouldn't buy it if you've ever played the first one or whatever. But I like having a go-to portable game, like one game that if somebody's watching TV, like um, I can still sit there and with the TV on and play uh, yeah. a portable game. Yeah. And uh, so it's been Hot Shots since I picked it up. and. It's, uh, you know, I've delved a little bit deeper into the challenge mode, and it's still a lot like the first game, but it's got some pretty cool new stuff. So the whole, I don't know if this was like this in the last game. I had the Japanese version of Hot Shots Golf, uh, the first one for the PSP. Why? Because it came out before the American one. He's like, let me add that Hot Shots. I've got to do that right now. There's there's no way I can wait. (laughs) I got a PSP when it first came out um, in the U.S., and it wasn't out yet. Uh, the game wasn't out yet in the U.S. It had just come out in Japan, I think, so I imported it. Wow. It was only a couple hours more. So you're, you're devoted. You're a devoted man. I love me some hot shots. What was your last go-to game on the PlayStation Portable? Don't no sidetracking right now. We got to oh, get this done. On. Come on. Okay, go, 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 go. So, so I don't know if it was like this in the Japanese game, but now the like the way you dress up your character actually affects power and control and impact. So, not only that, but as you unlock characters. They're so much better than the previous characters that there's no point really playing with the earlier ones anymore. And this leads me to the biggest problem with Hot Shots Golf uh, Open T2. The character designs are friggin' awful. And it's always been like like this. Flamboyant, Japanese, colorful kind of stuff? No, I wish they were like that. They're... I don't know if... (laughs) Again, I I don't know what the Japanese version is like. For whatever reason, the American games always get the absolute worst character designs. Wait, they have different characters in the American version? They have in the past. I don't know if they do for this game. That's weird. That's unusual. Like, if Drac was here, he would tell you that um, the best character in Hot Shots Golf 
uh, 3, which is the one we played a bunch in college, um, was this old granny biker. <laughs> like, that's it's like the, the last thing you'd want to play as in any video games, like an old granny. <laughs> exactly. If Metal Gear Solid 4 starred an old granny biker, I probably wouldn't play it. Wearing that same exact outfit. <laughs> God. <laughs> you'd rather look at Snake. Right. So the, the latest character I unlocked is an old lady again, of course. And she's far and away better than the other characters I have. And, is this uh, game programmed by like a bunch of old ladies? Is that is that what it comes down to? Well, she's not the last character. I've like, I'm like halfway through probably of unlocking guys. So she's so much better than everybody else so far that now you have to go and dress her up to get you know better power and contact and uh, impact or control and impact. And the best outfit I have for her right now, and I'm going to post this on the website because it's so demented. <laughs> is a maid's outfit. Wait, a maid's outfit on, like, an old lady? Yeah. That's, like, messed just, up. That, like, ruins the maid's outfit, kind of. It's the <laughs> scariest shit ever, man. And I don't even... I've gone back to using the character that's not as good, like, two characters ago. <laughs> don't make me do this. I want to I don't want I can't look at that. It's friggin' frightening. Like, I'm going to post the picture on the website in, like, a show notes section, which we're going to add this week. Oh. And, uh... It's... <laughs> dude. Oh. It's, it's scary. You... You'll never pick up Hot Shots Golf just based on this picture. Yeah, I wasn't going to pick it up anyway, but now I, extra, now I extra won't pick it up. Yeah, you'll, you won't <laughs> even look at it at the store just because of this picture. But again, the game's still awesome, and um, if you like Hot Shots, go buy it. But, I mean, come on with the character designs already, guys. If you like Hot Shots, you'll like Hot Shots. That's, how, that's what it boils down to. It boils down to that again. I just played more, so uh, I figured I'd talk a little more about it. But Oh, there's another thing. With unlocking items... You um you unlock like, uh-huh. a, new, a new club or a new um a new ball. So the one time I unlocked, I finally got the big air um, club, which is usually found way earlier in these Hot Shots games. But for whatever reason, it took me to the fifth tier to get it this time. Um, but now it can't be used by earlier characters. So there's really no point in using those characters <laughs> once you unlock new ones. Like what the what the hell? Like let know. me use my big air club with the girl who's earlier on in the game who I can actually bear looking at because she's not an old granny in a maid's outfit. <laughs> it's, like, it's like this game that just wants to like mess with you. Like It punishes here's you. The, here's the cute characters, but if you want to beat the game, you got to play as old lady in a maid's French maid's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it totally is like that. So I want to use the Big Air Club with this girl whose power isn't as good as the granny's, so that way you know maybe she'll be almost as good as the granny. Nope. You can only yeah. use the Big Air Club with the intermediate characters and probably beyond. So... It's shit like that. And you also, you unlock, as you play more with a character, you unlock more stuff with that character. You can unlock more outfits and... Thanks for clicking in the background. You <laughs> unlock, um, like, more um, wardrobes, as they call them, and, uh, and more times you can use, like, the power shot. So I've built up my, like, normal-looking character a bunch of times with this uh like i have a ton of power shots with her now i have like three or four wardrobes with her but now there's no point in using her ever again because she can't <laughs> use any of the new clubs i unlock oh the hell well don't make me use the granny in the maid suit please please <laughs> that's your wallpaper now the granny in the maid outfit on please your computer. clap hands <laughs> please don't make me use the old lady anymore this has become like equal billing on the show between hot shots old ladies and metal gear which I'm sure a lot of people are going to be happy with. Not only that, equal but... Time. Equal releases, equal time. Equal time for Hot Shots Golf, Metal Gear Solid 4, and The Prestige. 
And the Prestige. The Prestige got the top billing, actually. Actually, Mojo got a lot of time, too, on this show. We talked about Mojo for a while. Even though I don't even know what it is. <laughs> Are you still looking at the box? I'm for still Mojo? looking at the box. It's sitting right here next to me. I love it. <laughs> I can't stop looking at it. Oh, woof. Oh. <laughs> so, do you have anything else to uh, to talk about game wise? Uh, what have I been doing? Oh, well, I saw these sick. Uh, fo- <laughs> what? What's so I just funny? Like the clicking. Oh, I wasn't even clicking. I was just tapping my finger. I was looking at uh, at the Fallout Three screens. Right there, they are. And uh, there's some new screenshots for Fallout 3 at Fallout 3's website, which is like fallout.bethesda.com. Um, that game just looking nasty. That's like my most anticipated game ever. Like, I'm looking forward to that game more than I would want to play Resident Evil 5 or uh, Ninja Gaiden 2. It's like, because I don't know how many people have actually played Fallout 1 and 2 on the PC. They were like made in the late 90s or something. Those are like the best RPGs ever made. Like the best Western RPGs, no question. Unquestionably, like a very open world where you can like, take drugs and kill kids and stuff just like awesome great game but i never played them it's the new one is like um it's made by the bethesda who are the people who made oblivion which i love i love oblivion yeah but as i understand it they're probably correcting a lot of the stuff that was wrong with oblivion like oblivion had the worst level up system of any game ever like leveling up and usually leveling up would actually make you weaker because you level up all the enemies get harder every time you level up. And if you don't do everything perfect, then you're going to get weaker related to them. And, like, and like to actually get the, the stats that you'd want, you'd have to, like, increase the skills that you're not actually going to use. and stuff. It's just, like, it was the most screwed up backwards leveling system I've ever seen. Oh, my God. And, and <sighs> Yeah, I actually I made a thief character in that game. And I can't do the story missions because my dude, I've, I'm, like, level 20 yeah, or something. Yeah, you kept leveling up your thief stuff. And then, like... Yeah. Yeah, I can't now, do story now you get missions. to the main area and there's like minotaurs running all over the place. <laughs> right. And, and where the bandit like it used like if you're level one, you're running around there's like bunny rabbits and stuff. And then you leveled up your thief skills, suddenly there's minotaurs running around all over the place. <laughs> minotaurs <laughs> with their strength leveled up to twenty. Yeah. That game would would have been so much better if they had a much better level system. But as I understand it, in Fallout three there's a lot of similarities, same kind of open world stuff, but there's no um there's not so much enemies that level up with you. There's not as much as that. And there's certain areas that are, like, locked at higher levels. So if you want to go there, you're probably going to get blown away unless you're strong. So Which is, I like it. It kind of keeps it real, as they say. And uh, and it has gore, which I, I love it when games have gore. I don't think it's enough for someone to get shot and sort of fall over. Maybe blood goes around. That's not enough. I want to see, like, bodies blow up, like Gears of War does, or uh, Soldier of Fortune. And uh, Fallout 3's got that. And uh, you can, like, target different parts of their bodies. Well, it's not like Oblivion. I should say it's not like Oblivion where it's like a first, it's kind of like a first-person shooter RPG. It's not like that in that when you fight, you can sort of um, – there's something they call VATS, V-A-T-S. I don't know what that stands for. But it's basically when you pause the game and then select what attack you're going to do, like to what part of their body and stuff, which uh, – which, you know, that kind of goes with the same spirit of the original games to a point, which is like how most people would want it if they know much about the game. It mm-hmm. just looks so cool. Like, you can blow people's legs off and stuff. Blow yeah, them up. I'm going to get it. I, I never played the first Fallout. Uh, yeah, and you can, you can blow like. someone up and their fucking eyeballs drop around. In their, like, every little part of them is, like, falling all over the place. Oh, see, that's too gross. No, I'm not getting it. <laughs> well, I, I remember seeing something where you, where you blow a dude up and, like, you blow a dude's head up and, like, one of his eyeballs drops on the ground or something. It's great. Yeah, no, I'm and definitely you can gonna also, it up. You can also blow up cars, which is cool. There's not, like, total environment destruction, but you can blow up cars. And judging from the screenshots and stuff, the, uh, there's a lot of, um, <laughs> like, a lot of really interesting architecture in the game. It's set in, like, a dystopian future of around Washington, D.C., 
and there's, so there's going to be a lot of um, recognizable landmarks, but obviously kind of in ruins. Which like I Planet think, of the Apes. Yeah, but not gay, and not with Marky Mark in it, or, no, no, no. or Charlton no, I mean, like Fuckass. Charlton old, Fuckass. Dude, the old Planet of the Apes movie's great. Charlton Chews. Yeah. So yeah, Fallout Three is like my most fucking game ever. Like once I play that, I'll be okay to die. Like I said that about Ninja Gaiden Two, I could play that then die and be happy. But I'll be okay to die after I play some Fallout Three. That's gonna be great. So you're taking that back what you said about Ninja Gaiden Two? Well, I'm not taking it back, but I didn't die, so I don't have to worry about it. You could still die before Fallout Three comes out. Well, I won't really be able to be upset because I'll be dead. But I'll be okay with dying after Fallout Three if I get to I'll think about it beforehand. If you die before Fallout Three comes out, I'll play it with a picture of you next to the TV. That's very sweet of you. Thanks. What else have we been doing? Um, did you say something about Mega Man 9 is going to come to the Xbox Live, like straight to DVD kind of thing? Where'd you hear That's that? That's what I hear. It was, um, I don't know, some... I don't know, who cares? It's kind of weird. I never thought the Mega Man series would go on. You know? It's like the, it's not it's not like X whatever is your whatever. This is like going back to the original Mega Man, the, the original um, series like that was on any, that started on NES. Like did it went die? I don't know, but it went um, Mega Man one, two, one through six on NES eight bit, and then seven came out for a couple of different systems, and it was kind of a stupid. And then uh, I don't know what eight is, and then and nine, not coming to eight straight. Was, to, eight was on PlayStation and Saturn. Yeah, coming straight to uh, PSN and X Dude Live is kind of like a B list kind of sad straight to DVD movie kind of thing. It's kind well, of depressing. Capcom's been doing that a lot lately, like Bionic Commando. Yeah, but at least um, Bionic Commando isn't a new game. That's like a remake of an old game. If you look so, at it, though, Mega Man, as it was, is dead. Like, Mega Man X and Z and Zero and all that bullshit, that's, what's Mega, that's what Mega Man is now. It's like that shitty RPG that's out for the uh, DS. Like, that's what the kids know Mega Man as. I never play the fucking RPGs, but I still play the platformers because they're still pretty good. They've done away with something that kind of... Defined Mega Man though the stage select where you pick a stage and then do the boss and that was like part of the pure Mega Man experience and they had that through the original series and through the X series when it comes to Zero they have kind of done away with that but kind of kept it cute but like you pick you pick which mission you want to do at the mission terminal or whatever but it's kind of like a open world where you have to then go out and find where the fuck your mission is but there's no cohesive map and most and most of the Zero and all of the Zero games there's not really any map. And in ZX, there's a map that doesn't really work. It doesn't tell you anything. It's like the, a map made by a bunch of babies. And um, it's stupid. You spend, you spend most of your time in fucking Zero and ZX looking for where the next mission actually starts. And why did they... <sighs> That's how <laughs> I feel like, about it. That's like your version of Drac howling to end a conversation. Yeah, I'm just going to go... <sighs> All right, so yeah, Mega Man 9 may be coming out for a downloadable service of some kind, which... I'm all for. I'll check it out. I'll check it out, especially if they keep with the stage select. I'll be all about it. I'll be there with my uh, with my lube in hand, ready to go, and my Coke. Speaking of Capcom, did you check out uh, Commando? Commando 3? I did. I checked out the demo real quick. Um, IGN doesn't like it that much, but I, don't, I disagree with IGN. I think it's kind of fun. And I based this on not having actually played the full game. Yeah, I don't I, play the full <laughs> game either. I played the... I played the demo of it. It's, it's, even though we have a million points from that Target deal, we're still like real stingy with it. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking buy Dude, anything. if it was... If it was five bucks or you know four hundred points, yeah, I would have got it, was, it the same night. It was night, too many but... points. I thought about buying it. Said, we should play this, but uh, it was too many points. Even though I have a bunch of them cheap. No, yeah, I'm not no, I, I like it a lot because I liked the original Commando. I had that for my Nintendo, and I don't I remember it. it. It was great. It was exactly like that, but like you couldn't shoot in every direction. How could you? How and would then, it work? Because there wasn't analog sticks. Well, you you couldn't shoot in every direction. You could shoot up. I think maybe yeah. left and right, but 
And then Mercs came out, which was a sequel to Commando. Um, mm. And that one you could, it, in the arcade, it had the um, a special joystick that you could rotate to shoot all different directions. But And then uh, this is just kind of the same thing, which I like a lot. So, um, you know, for 400 points, I would get it. 800 is a little steep. We should, know, we should think about getting Alien Hominid, because that's two-player, and it looks pretty fun. Did you ever play the I demo hate, for that? I hate Alien Hominid. Did you ever even play the demo? No, I hate it. I hate Just it. Just fucking play the demo. No, it's a Flash game. It's a Flash game that they're charging 10 bucks for it's, or whatever. Oh, I my God. To do with play it. the fucking demo. It looks better than any other game on X-Dude Live. It's, no, it, looks, it doesn't. It does. There's no game on the arcade that looks better than Alien Hominid. It's Alien got, Hominid it's got tradition, it's, a, it's all traditional cell animation. It's really colorful. There's an insane level of detail. But can you play that in Flash for nothing on my PC right now? Um, the, the, no, 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 no. The way it works is they made a they made a Flash game in the first place, which didn't really have much to it. Was more like a tech demo, and then they ended up making it for the consoles for real, where it has um, more levels, more bosses, more to it, more fleshed out. Obviously, no, wait, didn't in, it, I thought it came out on like GameCube and PlayStation? It did, yeah. It came out on those after the Flash version. Like, the Flash version was just, and it, it was more or less kind of just a tech demo where they kind of just, you know, a concept, so I guess. They didn't actually make the, the real game. What's the X-Dude Live Arcade version? The X-Dude Live Arcade the... version is, um, I think it's basically the ones that came out on PlayStation 2 and GameCube. But it's in, like, full high-def widescreen, and it looks really... You just download the fucking demo and look at it. It looks really cool. It's kind of I'm fun. I'm so against it. I'm, I, I just try Flash it. Games. You don't know anything about it. Just try it. You might Fine. like it. All right. Here, be, for, before next before the next show, I will have played the demo of Alien at least. Hominid. Yes, and you'll be. I'm doing not going to buy it. I'll play the demo. What if you love the demo? Then, you, then we could we could buy it and play a two player. There's no chance I will love the demo. We can play two player Simo. You make sure you push me to do it because I'll totally forget. You you probably won't even do it if I push you. You don't do it. It's impossible to get you to do anything. Aren't we recording a show right now? And is Drac here? Exactly. It looks yeah. like you've got to push Drac to do anything. <laughs> Drag's really getting abused this whole... Getting to end, he's getting abused. That, that, that'll that teach him to show up for the uh, the podcast from now on. Yeah. Is he going to be on the next one? I don't know. He might not be. It depends when we record it. Yeah. If we, if we do it like late in the week, maybe we could. All right. So the uh, based on the reception we got from the prank calls, uh, let's play another one. What do you think? All right. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. And this prank call... Wait, i got to get it queued up. Okay. There we go. And go. Hello? You ain't paid your insurance. You don't pay up, boy. I'm going to kick your ass. Give it to me again. You are going to regret that decision. Give it to me again. I said pay up, boy. Right now. Yeah. Let me invite you to hell. Give it to me again, bro. Law of the Harbor dictates all rookies gotta pay insurance. That's right. I said pay up, boy. Right now. You got another price? You ratted us out, didn't you? Yeah, man. You are gonna regret that decision. Well, give it to me again, bro. Fine by me. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, bro. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I gotcha. You like me that much? I love you that much. Just who the hell you think you're dealing with? Who you think? Who you talking to? Hey, I ain't no street punk. 
I don't believe you is. Bring it on down. When Terry of Yakuska speaks, he means what he says. Yeah, bro, I heard that noise before. Fine. Yeah. You are gonna regret that decision. Yeah. Alright. Fine. Yeah, bro. Fine. Bye, bro. Fine. Bye, bro. Good evening. Have a good night, okay? Fine. Have a good day. Fine. Have a good day, bro. Can you get that drip? Fine. Yeah, get your ugly face off the line, okay, bro? Uh, uh, I'm out of here! All right. You have a good day. Fine by me. <laughs> Gonna hit the stop button now. <laughs> good thing you stopped it. Who knows where it would have gone from there. <laughs> All right, so that's the show. Uh, I guess we'll... Let's see. What should we have them... Let's... If you want to uh, try to win this copy of Mojo... <laughs> this is like the Mojo podcast this week. If you want to... Oh, Mojo. Uh, if you want to win the copy of Mojo, just send uh, an email to contests at... Or contest. I don't know. It doesn't matter, really. Which one? Actually, it does matter. <laughs> All right. How about contest? Not plural. Singular. Contest. At As This is the only contest. Just one. It is. Right now, it is. All right. Contest at tapezilla.net. And put mojo in the subject line. That's how we'll know it's for this week. And that's how we'll know you actually finished listening to the show. They probably just skip through it to see what's the contest. Oh, and then they dude. get to this part of the end where you keep about to finish. You're like about to finish saying the email address and I keep interrupting you. And they're like, Aah. they're like, oh, I've already listened to too much of this. <laughs> and uh, you don't have to put the exclamation point in Mojo at the end because that's the real title of the game. But you can just put Mojo if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, you'll get a chance to win a copy of Mojo. I bet you we're going to have way more responses this week for Mojo than we did for the EA book. Yeah, because it's an actual game. It's not just a stupid book by a bunch of God. <laughs> All right, we're done. That's I'd it. Like to, I'd like to get Mojo. Can I play? You want to sign up? No. No, I don't actually want to. <laughs> if I could either send you Mojo free or not send you Mojo for free, what would you take? Uh, I don't know. There you have it. Uh, make sure you uh, subscribe via iTunes, and maybe maybe the dig link will work by the time you listen. Yeah, to keep this. keep trying the dig link. We might be able to resurrect blah, 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 resurrect it at some point. I hope so. I hope Drac at least does one thing this week. Yeah, Dracula's got to fix that. All right, make sure you keep hitting those iTunes, the uh, YouTube videos and uh, keep favoriting them or give them five stars and all that bullshit. And uh, tune in again next week and say nice things about us. Make sure you tell everybody about the show, please. Even if you hate it. Like, I gotta see this for myself. See yeah, really let everybody bad. know how much you hate it. Just they, They'll have to check it out then. You know? The more people who check it out, the better. We'll, we'll win them over. We'll do it. Yeah. I think, you know what? I think the show's better than last week. Because Dracula's not here. I was about to say it. I was about to say it. I fucking hate Dracula. We'll see you next week. Later. Later.